0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together talking, discussing how to improve really our financial IQ. I read an article today where, and I'm going to have to use a derogatory statement about the article. I'm not going to give you the (laughs) writer's name. but she she was an obvious, jealous socialist, um, just rough, the stuff she was saying about how the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and blaming it on this, blaming it on that. When the, the, the real reason the rich get richer is because they're they know the rules of money. And the poor and middle class do not. So the poor and middle class keep doing things that don't work, and then they pass it on to their kids who do things that don't work, while the rich are passing on to their kids what does work. It's really that simple. And she wants to blame the rich for that when really it's our educational system and our lack of educa- financial education within it. I mean, most of you know, you know, you were never taught about net operating income in high school or college unless you specifically s- seeked, <laughs> looked for the courses on that. Um they didn't teach you about internal rates of return, equity multipliers. Um, there's just very, very limited financial education in our formal educational system, because they just want to produce employees to run, do the ba- do the manual labor. You know, it's just I don't even know if it'll ever be taught in our high schools or colleges. I know Florida is trying to get it taught in high schools, but I think it's going to be too little, too late, as they say. The rich teach their kids differently. The rich teach their kids not to be solely dependent on a job for their income, whereas the poor middle class The only way they know how to make money is to get a job. If they want to make more money, they have to wait for people to die, wait for people to get promoted, wait for people to retire. I mean, that's literally their business model. I'm going to get a great job at a great company with good benefits and climb the corporate ladder. And it doesn't work, except for a very, very small percentage I've heard it's less than 1% of, is it the millionaires? God, it's been a while since I read this statistic, but it's something like less than 1% of people become wealthy with only a job. So what this article represented to me was an angry, jealous person trying to blame the wealthy as if the wealthy are trying to hold down the poor and middle class. It's, they're not. They, they don't care about the poor and middle class. They're not thinking about them. They're too busy, you know, driving their Ferrari to the yacht club. It's just that the rich teach their kids differently than the poor and middle class. If you look at why Total Wealth Academy exists, it's because we're teaching our students what the rich teach their kids, and our students are teaching their kids, and the parents are gonna get rich, the kids are gonna get rich, and then she's gonna hate them. So, it's just the, the term loser comes to mind I heard about a girl the other day who was putting down one of my syndicators because he was successful, and because he was driven, he either had to be insane or on cocaine. (laughs) What? But this is what people do. When they see successful people, they're envious, they're jealous, they they want to make excuses for why they're successful. I have seen extremely successful people start with nothing, no education, no money, bad credit, and turn their lives around. Wealth is a decision you make. You either Decide to be poor and middle class and do everything to keep yourself there or you decide to be wealthy and you go learn a new way to do it. But if you don't educate yourself, you are by default making a conscious decision to stay in the poor and middle class because your poor and middle class parents, high school teachers, college professors taught you poor and middle class beliefs about money. Why did they do that? Because they can't teach you how to be successful. They've never been successful. Your high school teachers weren't multimillionaire entrepreneurs, neither were your college professors. How could they possibly teach you how to be successful when they weren't successful themselves? They can't teach you. And I harp about this all the time, but the average financial planner in the US makes about 100 grand. And Americans are going to financial planners because of the title and saying, look, I know you're not rich. I know you don't make a lot of money. I know you're not retired. But can you teach me how to get rich, make a lot of money, and retire? They can't help you. So I guess in a nutshell, that's what Total Wealth Academy does is get you around multimillionaires and I'm not exaggerating. If you're a member of Total Wealth Academy, within a year, you'll probably have 10 or 15 multimillionaires in your phone. you got to get around them. You've got to learn from them. You've got to imitate them. You've got to copy them. That's how you get successful. And it was, I'm not just saying that. It's Rockefeller said that. Rockefeller said that, what, 120 years ago? Nothing's changed. You've got to get around successful people if you're ever going to be successful. If you're out there on your own with the me, myself, and I mentality, and it's a dog-eat-dog world, nobody helps each other, you got to do it yourself, you are out of your mind. That's not how it works. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The rich teach their kids differently than the poor and middle class. We are teaching our students what the rich teach their kids. Learn why saving your way to retirement doesn't work and how to build a second stream of income that comes in for the rest of your life. This allows you to retire at any age and simply enjoy more of your life with peace of mind about your financial future. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we—I guess I should have gone into uh, more detail about what she said, um, but it was just—it was really just blaming. You know, she had some real-life statistics about how um, I believe in 1989, 29 percent. of the money was controlled by the top 1%, now it's 31%, and it's just blaming, when really she should be focusing on getting Americans educated so that they have multiple streams of income, because that's what the wealthy are doing. They don't have more time, they do have a lot more knowledge, but they don't have any more time. So they obviously can't be doing it themselves. There's only, only so many hours in the day. We're all on the same playing field there. But they're leveraging themselves with employees, with real estate, so that they're making money without doing much. And then their mind's allowed to work so that they can hire more people, buy more real estate, and make even more money. So, it's really, instead of complaining, trying to blame, this woman took no personal responsibility at all. It was corporate America's fault. It was the system's fault. It was the government's fault. Now, I'm a little on her side on the government part because, you know, they they really will not allow wealth building to be taught in our high schools. So it's she's a a little bit right there but we have libraries also provided by the government and there are thousands upon thousands of books on how to build wealth, how to build a second stream of income in those libraries. It really comes down to People are lazy because they've lost hope. They're sitting there in these corporate jobs waiting for, you know, Mr. Smith to die or retire so they can move up. And they lose hope. And when you lose hope, you lose motivation. When you lose motivation, you lose energy. When you lose energy, you get to a point of what I call lazy. You don't want to do anything. But when you look at the statistics that high-income earners read 12 books a year, the reason the rich are rich because they're reading. They're studying. They're getting better every day while people who are not reading are getting dumber every day. And what I mean by that is your memory gets worse as you get older. So if you're not reading, then you're dumber at 55 than you were at 25 because you've forgotten a lot of the stuff you knew at 25. So you've got to constantly be reading, attending seminars, hanging out with millionaires, taking classes, and growing. There is no coasting in life. You're either blooming or dying. And if you're not reading, you're dying. It's really that simple. And we're talking non-fiction books too, by the way. <laughs> not Harry Potter or stuff like that. Those are great um, and they're fun, but they're really just entertainment. I'm talking about actually learning something like how to build a second stream of income with real estate. how to to get control of your spending. You know, a lot of people are addicted to spending. Spending is a dopamine rush. uh, And people are addicted to dopamine. Luckily, it's good for you. But if you're addicted to dopamine and you're overspending, you think shopping is entertainment, you got a major problem. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, You were living paycheck to paycheck in your 20s when you made 30 grand a year. Now you're in your 50s making 100 grand a year and you still live paycheck to paycheck. Guess what? You got a spending problem. And there's books on that. There's books on marriage. There's books on sex. There's books on fitness. There's books, everything. And it's all sitting there for free at the library. If you got a little money, then you should buy the books and devour them and get the audios of the book as well so you can read it and listen to it and just be growing at all times that's what that she missed in the article is that the average person completes high school or completes college and just stops learning they just stagnate waiting for some opportunity to smash them in the face and make them a millionaire it doesn't work like that. You want to be a millionaire, which I think is required in today's society, you better go learn how to do it. Study, read, listen, attend workshops, get it done, if that's your goal. Okay, next thing I want to address is something that we addressed on Friday's show, but I want to get it out to the Tuesday listeners. It it, it has to do with a question where we were talking about refinancing your home and using the debt equity in it to invest passively in real estate. And this one lady for some reason she thought that it took 14 months before you ever saw any return on a passive investment. And that's not accurate at all. I think probably 70 percent of the deals we did last year they were producing cash flow within three to six months and I think the longest was nine months now are there deals that take twelve months or longer sure but that's rare it's usually as I said three six nine months but my warning to you those of you with a lot of equity in your home or you have a paid off home, you have that debt equity sitting there and you want to get it working for you and your family, you better please make sure that you are highly educated before you use that strategy. Now, I'm pro using the equity in your home to invest. Because if you're paying 6% on your home and you're making 20% on your investments, that's a pretty good deal. You're going to build some serious wealth that way. But you have to know what you're doing. One guy emailed me and he goes, look, I'm going to refinance my home and start buying single family houses. I asked him, I said, can you make the payment on the house without that additional income? And he goes, no. And I told him not to do it. And it was kind of an irritated response I got from him. But you can't do, you can't use your home equity unless you can make that mortgage payment on your own. And I tell people for five years, you need to be able to do it for five years. Give yourself five years to produce the cash flow that will cover it. But again, most of the time, it only takes six months, nine months, 12 months, three, six, nine, or 12 months. But you've got to make sure that you're not risking your home. So how is this done? When it's single family... You need to be prepared to make that home payment for two years or more, because if you're going to invest four hundred thousand dollars, let's say you got a five hundred thousand dollar home paid in full, you go refinance it and pull out four hundred, and let's say the average out of pocket is uh, twenty thousand per deal. So five times four is twenty. You got to buy twenty houses. It's very rare that you would get lucky and find a portfolio deal full of 20 houses quickly. That'd be very, very rare. It's more likely that you'll buy one house every two months, every three months. Maybe you'll get three in one month. It's probably going to take you two years to pull together that portfolio. Now, your monthly payment is about $2,500 a month on 400 grand 20 rent houses going to make you about 8 grand a month so you're going to net about $5,500 after you make your mortgage payment but don't forget that could take 2 years so do not use this strategy without having the ability to make that mortgage payment in case something goes wrong the other thing you've got to do is you have to know how to manage property correctly or you will get slaughtered. You know, I, I, I used to say real estate is easy, blah, 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 until I started seeing people listen to my radio show and going and buying real estate and screwing it up. No, real estate is difficult, extremely difficult if you don't know what you're doing. However, it's extremely easy if you do. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thank you so much for listening. There's an old joke. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis. By the way, if you've got a question for me, if you've got equity sitting, debt equity sitting in your house or you got a home paid in full and you're realizing the folly of that, um, give me a call. Ask me whatever question you, you may have about using the equity in your home. It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. So, another strategy that people use is an IRO, Independent Real Estate Owner, IRO, where they refinance the house and immediately plop it into a commercial deal, a big deal. So, let's say again, you got a $500,000 house, you pull $400,000 out in a refinance, boom, you can take that four hundred grand and go buy about. million worth of real estate. That might be a 15 or 20-unit apartment complex. might even be a 30-unit apartment complex. I think the case study I'm referring to was 32 units where the family thought they had no money and they were very despondent, I think is the word, Um, worried, concerned, coming up on retirement, no income, but a house paid in full and they refinanced their house, bought this 32 unit, and instantly were making, and again, it's been over a decade, but I think it was about eight grand a month. The interest rates were low, so their payment on their house was only about 2,000. So they were netting 6,000 a month. Well, that allowed the husband to quit his job because he only made about six grand a month at his job. He's now making six grand a month off the apartment no need to have a job anymore. He was unhappy with his job, too, was the other reason he did that. Then they went on to buy some more property by raising capital and so on. But an IRO, independent real estate owner, you may see cash flow in a yield play by the second or third month. So you'd only have to make one or two payments on that before your deal is stabilized and you're making enough money off the deal to make your mortgage payment and you might not even have to make one mortgage payment to be honest with you but chances are when you buy it you're probably only making five grand a month then it takes you a while to get it up to eight grand a month but if you're making five grand you're still paying your two thousand dollar mortgage again that's an IRO and a yield play not a value play. The value plays have the higher rate of return, but they're the ones that go six months, nine months, a year before you start seeing a profit. The third thing, and a lot of the members at Total Wealth Academy are doing this, is they are refinancing their home and going into passive investments. But I warn all of them don't do this if you can't make that mortgage payment out of your earned income your job income so if they can they'll go ahead and refinance their home and the way to look at it it's like a reverse savings program reverse savings program you sit there and sure you make the two thousand dollar payment every month so 24 grand a year but by the end of the first year, in a value play, you start making 7 or 8% cash-on-cash cash rate of return. At 7% on $400,000, that is, what is that? Seven times four, four $28,000 $28, a year, and your mortgage is 24000 a year, you're making your mortgage payment. See what I mean? It's a reverse savings program because you're paying off your house. You got your $400,000 working. Then when you refinance that thing at the end of two or three years, you may pull out $300,000, take that $300,000 and put it into more passive investing. Now you're making, say, just to keep the numbers kind of real, now you're making 50000 a year, and your mortgage is still only 24000 a year. So, let's go to the phone lines. Um, let me pull up the call manager before I do this. Okay. Joe, thank you so much for calling in. Um, how can I help today?
1: Hey, I'm trying to get off speaker. Here we go. Okay. Let me turn the radio off. Okay. Can you hear me well?
0: Yeah, perfectly, Joe.
1: Okay, so I was wondering. I think I was calling in when you were explaining the reverse savings part of it. So I don't know if it would work, how it would work. But I was wondering if it would work on a smaller scale, where like I have, uh, I owe about 180. A house is worth about 300, or maybe a little better than that. So I could probably pull out like 90, I guess. Maybe I don't know if you could finance most of the equity or. Um,
0: well, just, you, without, you could pull out 240. What what'd you say you owed?
1: if I, I think I owe about 170 and it's worth about 300.
0: Yeah, you could probably pull up pull out about 70 and you could do some small deals that way or you could do single family. You you got a couple of options. But if you want well, to do the just thing, passive
1: Well, I did, I, what I wanted to ask specifically, you've actually helped me look at uh, an angle on this before, but what I was wondering in relation to what you're talking about right then is there like a commercial yield play where I could just put 70 into it and help make up for the increase in uh, the, the loan on the, on the home anytime soon? Or do you have to wait to the end of the year to get your yield return and then turn around and put it?
0: No. you, you know? could, There are yield plays where you could, within three months, um, overcome that payment increase because you're only talking about a $70,000 payment increase. So that's going to be another 500 bucks. Um. yeah, there are yield plays yeah. that would allow you to make your mortgage payment, yes.
1: And that's the other thing that, I mean, if that's really possible, that's what I need to do. But that's the other thing. As much as seminars as I've been to with uh, several with you guys and with some other organizations, and I've looked at uh, single family extensively, and I, I just can't get into it for several reasons, but uh, right now because I'm too too close month to month bills and things like that and I don't have the Debt savings or the conventional loan. Um, um, it's just too tight to do it with I know I know how to do it through hard money loan and all that but it's just a little too tight right now. I don't have the savings. So but what I was interested what I've never seen I've never seen a quote unquote yield play with commercial. I've looked at a lot of multifamily but real quick let me tell you the only ones I'm familiar with. I'm only familiar with like uh, an email I received I looked at this morning, maybe I'll send out yesterday. It's like, hey check out this deal on these apartments You know they're projecting an average of 28% over five years. You know, and all all that makes sense to me uh, because they're they're going to tweak the apartment, make it better, leverage, and sell it. You know, and get the money back over. You know, and I know they're going to make some money, but they may not get. You may not get yield back in the first year, right? Possibly, possibly not, or until the end of the year at least. Yeah,
0: I would gamble Um, on a year. It'll probably be faster than that, but prepare for a year.
1: And that's the only ones I'm familiar with. So that would have worked in this situation. But what kind of yield play as far as commercial are you talking about where I could get that equity out of my house, put 70 in, and then make up the difference within three months and just, you know, as long as I have enough savings to make everything else go well for three or four months, everything's fine. But I could start replacing that uh, bill with that income in three or four months. What is that type of of deal?
0: The elder deal um God, what is the name of his company? Um, Devon Elder's deal cash flowed at the end of three months. Um, I think Amy Tiemann's deal cash flowed at the end of three months. So they are out there. Both of those were apartments. When I say when I'm talking commercial, I'm talking apartments, senior living uh, storage yeah, storage. I don't know why I have so much trouble remembering that word, but even even John Mannis... His storage deals were cash flowing in about three or four months.
1: Yeah, I'm just not familiar with the apartment deals that cash flow in three months. Um, I've just never been in one. In gen- I've never been in one yet at all, and I'm just not okay. familiar with with how that works. But that was like, if I knew that it was if I knew something would cash flow in three months and be able to replace that uh, higher mortgage, I would. I really need. You know, I'm 42. I have no have hardly no savings, no retirement. You know, I'm, I'm making a hundred thousand a year you know, living month to month and I've got three kids. So I've got to make, I've got to do something that's safe enough. And, you know, I could rely on some family to help me buy on a month or two or whatever. If I, you know, if it ended up yeah, taking five months of cash flow.
0: You need sure. to email me, Joe. We need to talk off the air. Um, Cause I want to talk to you yeah, about I just thought your thought it personal might be a
1: good example to go off of, but, but we'll do. Yeah,
0: It's a real good question. Just fire me an email and uh, I'll give you a buzz and we'll chat. I'm not liking the fact that you can't make that mortgage payment, you know, without the income. It's just that that puts you in a high-risk position as your first investment. Yeah. It'd be different if this was investment number 10, um, yeah. but not on your first. Yeah. Email me, Joe. All right.
1: Thank you. All right. Thank you, Joe. are so
0: open, 281-558-5738, 281 558 K-S-E-V. Or email me. It's Steve at TotalwealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthacademy.com. Yeah, again, on refinancing your house. I know some people are going to say I'm overly conservative on this, but I really believe you have to be able to make that payment. Or don't do it. Okay. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. We're coming up on the final segment of today's show. So if you've got a question for me, please call me right now. So we have plenty of time to discuss it. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. Please don't worry about the ups and downs. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You will get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Academy radio show. I am your host Steve Davis where we've been talking about using the equity in your home. And I just want to stress again, you don't this is not a beginner strategy. It is a highly advanced strategy. It works, it's highly effective, but you have to know what you're doing. If you're going to do single family, you make sure you've taken the classes you understand how to manage property you understand how to evaluate property you understand cash flow equity buildup appreciation you understand every aspect of it then you want to have somebody on your team that's going to give you question and answer because no matter how much you know it's the old phrase you don't know what you don't know and that's the case no matter how many classes you take There may be one more you're missing. And you travel into that deal, you make sure you've got unlimited question and answer with somebody like the members of Total Wealth Academy have. Because when they get stuck, they just pick up the phone, they call the office, one of the coaches or mentors or consultants answers the phone, answers their question, and gets them moving on towards their goal. So make sure you're educated, You've got support before you ever refinance your home to invest in real estate. Um, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's ask Steve. I'm sorry, just Steve. Sorry. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Oh yeah, I'm actually teaching the free sample class tonight. This is for online only. If you're interested in learning how to do what we do, which is we build a second stream of income with real estate that meets and exceeds all our wants and needs so we don't have to have jobs, and you're, if you're interested in that, Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the Free Sample Class button there, reserved for tonight. I probably will not be teaching this again for six months, maybe even a year, so if you would like to see my presentation, I am doing it tonight, again, not going to do it for six months, a year. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, click on the Free Sample Class button. Okay, we got an email here from Eric, on Section 8 housing, this is a touchy one. Eric, you got to be careful. Um, you don't want Section 8 housing controlling your portfolio. You've got eight, you got an eight-unit with four-unit Section 8 housing. That's a little worrisome. They control 50% of your asset. Um, I would never let that happen. I would never let more than 10%, which means in an eight unit, I probably wouldn't have any Section 8 housing. So you'd be very cautious. Your question about screening, yes, you have the right to screen your tenants. Just follow the laws. Don't do anything to harm a protected class, such as race, religion, sexual preference, things like that. Um, be fair and just just like you would with anybody and you should be fine but I really don't like you having 50% of your income dependent on the government. That is a a bad position to be in. I would slowly but surely wean myself off of section 8 and get just regular paying tenants in that 8 unit. Hope that helps. Okay next question all lines are open 281 558 5738. 281 558 KSEV. Okay, this is from Cedric. Um, I don't think there's any better way to collect rent than another. I've done all checks at times. I've done Venmo, I've done... what's the other one? Whatever the other one is. Um, anyway, it's automatic deposit. It's wonderful, but I never had any problem running a check to the, you know, taking a photo of the check and depositing it that way. If you've screened your tenants properly, if you've used the bear and the bunny rabbit strategy renters pay their rent whether it's by check or Venmo or Zelle whatever now would I have liked to have all my tenants on Zelle or Venmo yeah that would be cool but I I just can't say it's that much better then getting a check. So screen your tenants properly. They're going to pay on time. And I just don't have a preference. But if you prefer having it done digitally, directly into your QuickBooks, that's a sweet deal and save some accounting time. Not a lot, but some. But it depends on how many units you have. You know, you got 100 units, 100 houses, yeah, I'd push it all over to online payments just to save time. But then Cedric, if you got 100 houses, buddy, <laughs> it's time to sell them and go buy a 500 unit apartment complex and you're done. So, nah, I hope that helps. Um, like I said, I don't have much of an opinion. I think it's both both work fine. Okay, this is from Freddie. Freddie, this is a speculative question. You've asked me what markets across the United States are the best to invest in. And I'll put it to you this way. I have, I can go into any city in any state in any market, up or down, and make or lose money. So Since I know how to do that, I don't speculate and try to say, "Oh, I'm going to invest here because I think it's going to go up in value, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing deals for cash flow. I make money from month one. And if they go up in value, yay. But that's the icing on the cake, not the cake. The cake is the cash flow. You're kind of thinking that appreciation is the cash flow. No. That's the icing on the cake. So I generally tell people to stay within 30 minutes if they're in a major metropolitan area like you are here in Houston. Just stay within 30 minutes of your home. There's so many hundreds of thousands of houses within 30 minutes of you. You would make a 30-minute circle. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of houses in that circle. You're going to be able to find some good deals for you and your family and they'll be near you. Okay, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Robert in Northwest Houston. Robert, thank you so much for calling in. How are you today?
1: Really well, thanks. Just real quick, um, can you jump into apartment rental investing without having done single-family homes, and what is the minimum requirement uh, amount of money required to do that?
0: Sure, absolutely. Um, probably... I'd say 60 or 70 percent of our students are going straight to uh, passive investing in apartments, self-storage, assisted living, and so on. You need $70,000 or more. You must be a sophisticated investor even if you're accredited, but we, we can handle all of that at Total Wealth Academy. So about 70 grand minimum, and um, yeah, you can go straight into it.
1: On your website, how do we get signed up for that class tonight?
0: Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class. It's a bright okay. yellow button.
1: All righty. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Robert. You take care. Okay. okay. Remember that my email is open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I want to especially talk to people who are sitting there going, I'm not going to email him because my question is stupid. There are no stupid questions. And I'm not just saying that to be nice. I love... The dumber the question, the better. Because to me, it exposes your knowledge base. And then I have an understanding of where you're at. And then when you ask me what you call a dumb question, I will answer five questions that I know you're going to ask me after you get that answer. So you won't get one answer. You'll get five or six answers. And I'll try to predict what your next question is and go ahead and answer it for you. So, any of you that have a dumb question, I should give an award for the dumbest question. Maybe that would get people to do it. Anyway, email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com steve at totalwealthacademy.com Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.